Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls coverage show, and we are here. I am Keith Cork, your host, and I'm here with uh, Trey Hill, my co-host here to break down a win, another win for the Chicago Bulls, uh, despite being shorthanded 120-109 to 109 over the San Antonio Spurs. Trey, their fourth win in a row. The Bulls are getting it done. DeMar DeRozan is getting it done, isn't he? He, he just continues to get it done, this time against one of his old teams, in the San Antonio Spurs, especially in the fourth quarter. I don't know exactly how many points he ended up with in the fourth quarter. I know it was his career high. At one point, he had 19 in the fourth. I know he finished with more than 40. It was just, it really was a DeMar DeRozan game, and he was the difference in a win and a loss between two teams that, other than having DeMar DeRozan on our team, the Bulls roster being depleted as it is, and this San Antonio Spurs roster, they looked eerily similar other than the fact that we had DeRozan and they did not. Yeah, I think he was the difference maker tonight, and I think he's a difference maker on most nights. I think he's just having a very, very special season, and uh, as I said before on a previous show, I hope we don't waste that. I hope the Bulls uh, you know, go into the playoffs hope, you know, trying to get this guy at least in the second round, I would hope, uh, hopefully even further. We'll see how it goes. Uh, a little bit of troubling news with Zach Levine, which we'll have to cover in a minute here. But you are listening to the Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls coverage team. And please listen to every game, show, blah, 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 show. Listeners, please take a moment to follow at Ethos Fantasy PK on Twitter, the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at Ethos Fantasy PK on Twitter. Go follow it right now so yeah he did his score 40 trey he, he scored 19 in the fourth quarter just insanity uh i missed most of that because i was driving home unfortunately but uh 19 points in that fourth quarter eight of nine from the field um he's scored 40 uh 38 35 36 38 45 and 31 uh over his last what is that seven games um so 30 or more points in, in seven straight games um and he's shooting up trey uh 
except for that seventh game there. So in the last six games, he's shooting it 50% or better uh, from the field in every single one of those games, which is just pure insanity. He's just getting to his spots and uh, putting him up. I actually saw tonight, I think it was the third quarter, I saw Ayo uh, dribble to, to a, a DeMar DeRozan spot. I said, is Ayo taking a DeMar DeRozan shot here? Because he dribbled it to like the the, the, the elbow and then had, did one of those side shuffle steps into a fadeaway jumper uh, and nailed it. That's the best part. He, he just absolutely crushed it and nailed it. And I was like, wait a minute. This is uh, Ayo DeSumu disguised as DeMar DeRozan. That's got to be a good, uh, we've talked about it before, but a good influence for Ayo, huh? Yes, 100%. You can see the influence he has, whether it's the play you, you referred to or the one I noticed where Iowa was in the corner and he pump fakes out of the corner three, gets this guy in the air, takes one dribble inside and just takes that little shot. Kind of like that pick and pop spots for Vucevic there on the on the side. But just that little one dribble mid-range pull up, just so happy to take the little two points and the, the Spurs were happy to give. It Io had a good game. Kobe White started off the game extremely hot, extremely aggressive. Um, he was really, I think, what started the Bulls off strong. Instead of instead of starting off slow like they have been with the turnovers, that they actually were able to get off to a decent start before the Spurs system just kind of ground them down there for a little while before Demar put the Bulls on his back there in the fourth. Yeah, um, yeah, Kobe White. Amazing game also. He ended up with 24 points on 6 of 11, shooting 5 of 6 from beyond the arc. But he was cooking, and like you said, at the start of the game. Uh, I did get to see a lot of that. And uh, just fantastic to see, man. We got everything we want and more out of Kobe White tonight. 24 points, like I said, uh, just a little bit more than, than I'd even expect from him. But uh, on a night when, when Zach Levine isn't playing, uh, definitely desperately needed. Six assists also for Kobe White and only one turnover, which has been a trend we've been seeing recently. Also, I just feel like the... The role he's in right now, Trey, is the ideal role for him where he doesn't need to worry about ball handling so much or being the ball security for the Bulls because you've got DeMar DeRozan. Um, you know, you've got Ayodesumu out there. Um, when Zach's healthy, you got him out there. Uh, this is just this is the role he needs where he doesn't need to worry about, um, you know, handling pressure on the ball. He just needs to worry about shooting the, shoot the dang ball, man. Shoot the ball and put it in the hole. That's what Kobe White does best. Yes, and when he does that, then he playmakes off of that. He didn't get these these those six assists in the first quarter. He got those early buckets. The defense had to respect his shot. Then once they had to do that, Kobe's able to drive and dish. I wrote down he had a pass with four minutes le- with I think it was four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Just he drove the lane and just an absolutely beautiful dump off to Vucevic that Vucevic was able to dunk it down with a little authority because Kobe set him up so perfectly. It was. It was just a really good night for him, a really good night for DeMar. Io had his bright spots. I thought he did a really good job on Murray, who I think has played at an all-star level this year. And Vucevic, again, dominated, had 25-16 and 16 going against Jakob Pertl, someone we both kind of thought might be a nice target for the Bulls come trade deadline. Pertl's kind, he kind of does the same thing Vucevic does in terms of the defense. And then on offense, he does the same sort of thing. He just doesn't have that three-point shot. So... Seeing Vucevic come out and dominate their version of him, that was kind of nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vuce had a good night, also 26 points. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, 25 points and 16 rebounds and five assists also. Uh, 12 of 24 from the field. 
Vooch has been playing amazing the last 15 games or so. I mean, everything for the Bulls is clicking. It's just a matter of getting guys healthy at this point. Uh, obviously, still waiting for Lonzo Ball, still waiting for Alex Caruso, still waiting for Patrick Williams. Now we're waiting for Zach Levine. And while we're on the subject, why don't we talk about it, uh, Trey? Obviously, some a little bit of worrisome news. Zach Levine going to actually the guy that repaired his ACL, uh, a specialist to get just an opinion on uh, just as some discomfort he's been feeling in his knee for a while now. And we've been hearing a little bit about this here and there, just kind of whispers of it for maybe the last, I don't know, month to a month and a half about this, Trey. And, uh, you know, it's not something it's something he's been cleared to play. He's able to play through it. It's just discomfort that's giving him problems. Uh, and we've been seeing him not playing at 100 percent. Right. I mean, he hasn't looked like himself. Yeah, I'm glad that I saw somewhere that the MRI had come back clean. Mm-hmm. So there doesn't appear to be any structural damage. He just he gets some swelling in it, has that discomfort. And that that's obviously an issue, but I'd much rather it be an issue now and have them look into it here in the middle of February than come playoff time and then look at it. I know that we keep saying that about the Lonzo injury, about the, the Patrick Williams injury, the Caruso injury. We keep saying, well, it's good to have it now, but – that it is good to to be able to try and get it right now and to get it figured out. The Bulls are, are currently still sitting in second place. They're a game and a half up on Cleveland. So as long as they can stay in that top four spot, you know, a top four seed, I think the Bulls are really kind of prioritizing health over anything else. Uh, that's why it's just so important for the Bulls to get this win tonight, and uh, they pull it through, man. And and you know, it's again, it's another hard, hard fought game. Uh, we did play the Spurs earlier, and I th- I want to say, did we lose to them? I think we did, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did. We lost by nine points in a in a game on the 28th of January. So uh, a hard fought game in that one, and a hard fought game tonight. Also, could have really gone either way, but like you said, Demar Derozan was kind of the difference maker there. Uh, but just so key for the Bulls to get these wins, and the Bulls do have the Kings here before the All Star break as well. Uh, they should get a win over Kings. Just got absolutely demolished uh tonight and so hopefully the bulls can do something similar to that uh to them when they meet them on wednesday Uh, i don't think we're gonna have a recap for that one trey because i do have to uh, work that night in a way that i can't watch the game unfortunately but uh again i I will be watching it the next day and i'll for sure be uh probably tweeting about it or something like that so follow me on twitter at bsbp keith uh if you want to get all that goodies but uh, back to this game here tonight um yeah, Kobe, I say hi. Uh, Javante Green, a guy we haven't talked about, touched on just yet. Uh, I just want to talk about just, you know, he, he's such – I actually heard Bill Wellington on the radio on my way home, you know, singing his praises. And what he said made a lot of sense. He said this is a guy, um, you know, d- doesn't reflect in the box score necessarily, but it's a guy that, you know, you don't want to play against him because he's just so physical uh, and he just changes the structure of the game. Just You could see him just working the offensive glass tray. Uh, which is something the Bulls desperately need just because we're so undersized. And uh, and his defense and, and, and his ability to get out and run, his ability to dunk the basketball. Um, the athleticism is just, it, it, this is the Patrick Williams you know role that he's filling right now. And he's doing it pretty well, isn't he? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, the injuries seem to bother him a little bit, but other than that, he's he's been exactly what the Bulls have been missing. That that guy who, while we love Javante Green, Javante Green is six foot four and you know has a wingspan to match it. Whereas Derek Jones Jr., when he comes in, he is playing above the rim constantly without having to you know use absolutely all of his jumping power because we know Javante Green can get up there, but. Derek Jones Jr., it's just different having his size out there, having that kind of ability. So I I think that's big. Bradley only got four minutes tonight. Um, to me, I I really think that's more who was he going to go up against, Zach Collins. I think Derek Jones Jr. is just a better matchup. So to me, I think it, what it gives Billy Donovan is the, the chance to play the matchups more. And what at the beginning of the fourth, we saw DeMar DeRozan start his fourth quarter takeover by he was constantly getting in the lane, just against, you know, getting to the rim, getting buckets. Basically what you see teams do against Vucevic and the Bulls, you know, these last, you know, two weeks with Lonzo, uh, with Lonzo out, with Caruso out, how teams just kind of eat at the rim against the Bulls. DeMar was able to do that against Pirtle and the Spurs. They were able to get Pirtle in, you know, away from the rim, and then DeMar just dominated. So, to me, I I think it all kind of ties together. Derek Jones Jr. can help protect the rim for Vucevic. So, I think that helps Vuce on defense, too. Yeah, you're talking a little JJ, DJJ. I, I thought he played well, too. I, I was mentioning Javante, though, my friend. But that's okay. DJJ also played well, I thought. Uh, in the time that he was in there, but uh, but yeah, the, both those guys are just so key, uh, and uh, they're playing the role that uh, that again Patrick Williams we're hoping will be in there to play, uh, you know, hopefully soon, hopefully not that much longer. Uh, he'll maybe get to play for our last ten games or so, but um, yeah, both those guys really holding it down in kind of a platoon situation when Derek Jones Jr. is healthy, uh, and his ability for DJJ to go small ball center is, is really important too. I think you're right there. So, uh, uh, sorry about that. I was looking at the cleaning the glass numbers to see just how often the Spurs attacked the rim against mm-hmm. us. That they, they shot 45% of their shots were at the rim against the Bulls tonight. Mm-hmm. So. 
they they really did attack that and so sorry to completely miss you on the javante green <laughs> spot good. there it's all good uh both those guys you know a, a little bit interchangeable but it's it's all good but no worries um but yeah uh, a good win for the bulls um like i said they got the kings on wednesday and uh, then we have a nice long you know all-star break here don't play again until the 24th of february uh you know so there's a good what is that eight days in between uh, the Kings and the Hawks game there where, you know, there's just going to be no Bulls basketball. Uh, Bulls get to stretch their legs out and hopefully get a little bit healthy here because we really need some of these guys back. Um, good to be winning these games, Trey, but, you know, you get the feeling that the energy level just can't be sustained. It's just going to be, uh, you know, they have to come, to come down. But while while they're so shorthanded, I am going to keep playing those DeMar DeRozan overs on Thrive Fantasy. So I want to tell you guys about our brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos. That is Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up to get 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit and the players with the most points win or share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ETHOS. Those over at thrivefantasy.com. Um, little interesting conversation that some of my friends in another group are having, Trey, and I want to run it by you. Uh, Stacey King on the broadcast is breaking down a play. Um, I think it was DeMar- DeJounte Murray. Somebody was driving it on the Bulls, and he was talking about how there was no help coming from the Bulls uh, on the drive. It was just a straight line to the basket, and, and the Bulls end up getting saved on that play by a block uh, by Io DeSumo. And what my friends were saying was that that's not necessarily true. There are times when the play call on the defensive side is to stay with your man and to deny the pass because the Spurs lead the NBA in assists. That's the way they play basketball. So um, kind of an interesting wrinkle there, Trey, that, you know, it's not always you don't always play defense the same way against every team and against every player that that play ended up in a block for Tsumu. Maybe that's something that you know the Bulls were seeing uh, that they could you know take advantage of, and that's a, a result that they were looking for because uh, they don't want the you know the Spurs to to get those easy buckets off of a, of an easy pass. What are your thoughts on that? Not only that, but you mentioned showing them different looks. Murray might have been driving with the intention of thinking that he was going to pass that ball. Got into the lane, real, you know, realized he wasn't able, you know, wasn't didn't have anywhere to dish the ball to, and that that second of hesitation because the Bulls switched up the defensive coverage and it wasn't what he expected might have been what Io needed to recover and get that block. So I I remember watching that part come up and uh, Marcy came in and was talking to me about something, so I didn't see I didn't see like what they drew out, mm-hmm. but to me it's you have to mix up your defensive coverages, whether it's the Bulls doing something like that or the Spurs, they threw some press out of out of a timeout coming, you know, in the first half. Or throwing, you know, throwing zone that Vucevic was able to break. But just mixing different defensive coverages, I think, is is really good against good offensive teams because offensive teams have their systems, like you said. The Spurs like to do what they like to do. The Bulls like to do what they like to do. And to throw them curveballs, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily and, and not to pick on Stacy, I think Stacy just in this scenario, I don't think he necessarily knows. I don't I don't claim to know either what the Bulls were planning to do on that position. And uh, you know, the default is to have help defense. So uh not picking on Stacey King there, just just an interesting conversation and a conversation I was having with some of my friends. 
while I was at work and definitely working very hard, as you can tell. Um, but the Bulls, the, here's an interesting thing from a macro level, uh, Trey. You've got the Miami Heat and the Chicago Bulls at the top of the Eastern Conference, one, two, which is just, that's insanity. I don't think anyone to start the season would have picked that, first of all. Second of all, these two teams might, I would have to look and, and do some research, but they might be two of the top teams in the Eastern Conference in terms of games missed due to injury. Uh, I know the Bulls have to be up there. They absolutely have to be up there because they have, you know, they've had three-fifths of their starting lineup injured at, at any given time. And the Miami Heat, you know, Bam Adebayo was out for like a month and a half. Uh, Jimmy Butler was out for like the first month or something of the season. Uh and, and, and so that's why when I look at these standings, I see the Cleveland Cavaliers right behind us uh, and then the Sixers and the Bucks. None of them really scare me, man. It's not – I mean, the, the Cavs don't scare me as much. I mean, I know I've said I don't want them as a first-round matchup. I think in terms of that it scares me. But in terms of just overall skill, I, I think the Bulls definitely have it over the over the Cavs. I think the Sixers and the Bucks are, are two that you could probably make a case that the Bulls can be a little afraid of. But, man, it looks pretty wide open to me. What about you? I think the 76ers and the Nets both got better with their trade at the trade deadline. So to me, I think we've got the Bucks, Nets, 76ers are kind of in that that tier above the Bulls. They're just they're kind of like the 1A, 1B, 1C. And then I think I've got the Bulls and the Heat right there below them as kind of like the the contenders, the pseudo contenders. I think the Bulls are title contenders because I believe in them. But I think just in terms of if you're if you're ranking these teams, given the success that those those teams and those players have had come playoff time, I think it's really difficult to look at those three teams and to say as a bull, you know, even as a Bulls fan that I expect, you know, I think they would be favored against any three of those. I think um, I think you got me there on the Sixers. I think, yeah, the Sixers are have to be the favorites in the East at this point, even though they're sitting in fourth place in the Eastern Conference at the moment. Um, Joel Embiid, and once they finally get uh, James Harden in there and implemented and playing, even if he's 85% James Harden, 90% James Harden, because uh, he does, doesn't look quite like himself yet to the season. But if even if he's almost quite like himself, um, I think that's got to be an easy favorite for the Eastern Conference because just just so how they played uh, without. I think one thing I think that people are sleeping on though is, uh, and I mentioned this on the trade deadline show that we did. Go back and listen to that if you guys haven't already. We did a trade deadline special where we broke everything down and told you the implications for the Bulls. But uh, one of the things I mentioned was Seth Curry and what I thought that he brought to the Sixers that they might be missing. So uh, I think people are sleeping on that a little bit. I, I'm not. 100% convinced that, uh, you know, the Sixers are going to just win everything forever and ever in the Eastern Conference. I think you can make a case for other teams. Um, I disagree on the Nets. I know. And uh, I like Ben Simmons as a player. Um, I do. I think I think he brings a lot to the game as far as versatility on the defensive end. He's like our, he's like a Patrick Williams, uh, you know, just to an nth degree. You know, he's he's way better at, at the things Patrick Williams does, except for shooting. Uh, obviously, can't shoot the ball. Um, so he's got limitations. And not to just say Ben Simmons, but just in general, I, we don't know when he's going to join the team, Trey, because he's still dealing with mental health issues, still dealing with uh, perhaps getting into game condition because he just hasn't played all season. I think we will see him. After I, I think that's the, I think that's the key is the mm-hmm. conditioning because he sat on the bench with the team tonight. Mm-hmm. So I I think being out of Philly, being away from being out, you know, away from that organization, that fan base, that sort of that toxic environment for him, you know, he 
it was time for him to move on. He'd been there for a long time. He'd been the scapegoat for a long time, and it was he needed a change of scenery. So I think he'll be back soon. And for me, a lot of that Nets love is just my appreciation for Kevin Durant. And yeah. I know Kyrie's only playing half the games, but like Kevin Durant was wearing the wearing a shoe size too big, mm-hmm. you know, error away from eliminating the world champs last year. So I, it's just hard for me to bet against Durant. When it comes playoff time, you're right. I mean, you know, rotations shorten up, and you're going to get. 35 to 40 minutes of Kevin Durant. And that's just a lot of Kevin Durant for any team to handle. So I do agree there. Uh, it is a scary team to, to face up in, the, in against in the playoffs. The, the other thing you mentioned, though, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving being a part-time player, half man, half a season, I think is what uh, Mr. Shaquille O'Neal uh, said, or maybe that was Charles Barkley. I think it was Shaquille. Uh, anyway, someone said that, and I, I thought that was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, having him there as a part-time player, half there, I, even just – from a morale standpoint, you know, looking at your teammate on the bench, not being able to contribute. I think it's just something that's going to be really difficult for them to overcome. So I'm not scared of the Nets. Not not to say that I don't think the Bulls could lose to the Nets. I think they could. Uh, I'm more scared of the Sixers, uh, you know, in a, in a vacuum. Um, I think matching up against either of those teams is going to be really tough, but uh, we'll see how it all works out. I think right now, if the uh, playoffs were today, the Bulls would be matched up with the uh, whoever would – would win from the Toronto Raptors and maybe the Atlanta Hawks, I think was who they would get in their play in game. So uh, neither of those teams scares me. I think the bulls could easily win that first round, uh, you know, matchup there. Uh, so it's looking good, man. It's looking good so far. The, the bulls are just battling through adversity and it's really fun to see. There's something special about this team tray. And that's what I'm trying to get to is that they have had adversity pretty much from like the third week of the season. Right. Yeah. And they, I, I whenever I mentioned uh, I think it was the last podcast about how much I enjoy how this team plays for one another how they are they're invested in this season they believe in in the things and then you phrased it better than I did after that and I can't remember how you put it but I remember being jealous of how you put it and <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> yeah that's really what this team embodies for me is they they really they've really bought in on on this team on this unit. And everyone's coming together to play for one another. And they're they're playing they're more than the sum, you know, what is it? The the something is bigger more than the sum, than of, the sum parts. of the parts. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that saying is, that sort of thing is really what it is for this team. And I'm you know, come playoff time, even even if they go out in the second round, as long as they can get out of the first round, I'm going to consider this a successful season for the Bulls. Yeah, definitely. I think that's been my uh, my goal my goal line here from the start, and I'm going to stick to it. One, one playoff series win, that's all I want. And then next year, uh, let's go open up that championship window by going and adding a, a really important piece. I think the Bulls will have the flexibility to do to do that, and I definitely trust an AK just, just based on what we've seen already. Uh, with the front office moves. But that's going to do it for us, guys. We're probably going to have a little bit of a break here, but we're going to come back and uh, hit you guys with some, you know, all-star content. Uh, It's going to be awesome. We're going to brainstorm some really cool things, some really cool concepts, and just do some more macro-level stuff, Um, do some maybe mid-season grades, mid-season breakdowns. Since we're going to be at the all-star break, it's a good time to do that. Um, And maybe just, you know, breaking down some stuff a a little bit more, with a little bit more depth. So uh, stick with us, tune in, listen up. But until then, I want to remind you guys uh, to also sign up, sign up 
uh, with coupon code hoopball20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. And also check out our pals at mybookie.ag. Use code hoopball on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. But until then, guys, I am your host, Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at BSBPKeith. And Trey, where can the people find you? On Twitter at Final Finally. And all you Bulls fans need to go follow at Ethos Bulls uh, for all those fire uh, Bulls memes. I don't actually, I, I maybe maybe I do some every once in a while, but uh, there's not really any fire memes there. But follow us there so you can get all the latest Bulls news. Uh, at Ethos Bulls is the Twitter account. Go follow it now. And until next time, go Bulls. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.